Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, it's Latif from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Uh, hey, y'all. Hi. <laughs> How are you feeling? You know, since Tuesday, there's just been a lot of um, confusion and sadness following the fact that Donald Trump got elected president. And uh, we're all trying to work through the feels. There's a lot of a lot of tears to be had, a lot of quiet subway rides. And I think it's been tough for a lot of people. I don't want to assume how everyone who listens to the podcast voted, but I think there are a big number of you where it was also a tough Tuesday. Yeah, and it was just nuts to kind of sit and watch that happen, I think. Mm -hmm. That, like, on Tuesday night, right? Like, I felt like it was such a surreal experience of just seeing Donald Trump sort of take the lead. I I really wasn't expecting it. Yeah. I wasn't. So, you know, we are going to term the kind of like sad, maybe heartbroken feelings that we have right now into positivity through Mm -hmm. our podcast is one way. And so we want to just make sure we keep entertaining you guys and keep bringing the laughs to you guys and highlighting funny women and comedians of color and from different sexual orientations. And we just, we want you guys to know that we're, we're here for you. We have your back. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're, we are here, you mm-hmm. know, we're all in this together and it is important to be open. Yeah. And come together and really work to fix a lot of our issues, whether it's racism, sexism, classism, homophobia, xenophobia, all these things. Like we just, we have to do it together. That's just yes. the lesson that was learned on Tuesday is we have to do it together. Yeah. Well said. Thanks. Um, that so, being said, yeah. let's get on with the show. YQYE. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We love you. you. Keep rolling on like that, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Stand by. Wait for the green light, please. Thank you. I've been drinking watermelon. That was lovely. Do you think Beyonce ever once did that in the studio? Like, no. One, not <laughs> like Macy Gray with a cold. <laughs> And also, I think that she's, like, a goddamn professional. But also, I feel like, though, if she went to the studio and was like, I've been drinking watermelon, literally no one would correct that. And they'd be like, cut, print. Lovely. Thanks very much indeed. Just stand by, please. She, like, would never do that. <laughs> she would, like, never disrespect a microphone because it's her fucking craft. <laughs> I get the do you think she's ever hit a high note and then farted by accident? Of course she has. Studio? She's like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> look, it's so crazy and love. It's coming, look, it's coming, look, it's so crazy and love. They're like, do you have a cold Beyonce? She's like, no, I'm trying something new. <laughs> no, I'm trying something new. <laughs> Watch out now. 
Listeners, Jay Willie here. And Phoebe Robinson. <laughs> and we got a brand new show of two dope queens from WNYC Studios. Yas, gaga. We got <laughs> special guest Langston Kerman. Ooh, that sounds like so civil rightsy. Honestly, he has like a civil rights name. <laughs> Emmy Blotnick, which sounds not, white. not civil rights. Yes. <laughs> and Linga Mitra, recorded live at the Bell House. Yeah, and also, fun fact this was recorded around Halloween, and I was wearing this totally cute fleece onesie that made me look like a skeleton for the entire show. It was a real showstopper and crowd pleaser, but I was literally sweating my booty cheeks off on stage, but it was totes worth it. Yeah, it was really cute, and uh, I wish I had one of my own. I was just wearing like a, a regular sweatshirt, so it was not as cool, but you know what? Just looked amazing, and it was very exciting, so let's get on to the show already, okay? Love you, mean it. Bye! energy, a lot of different uh, skin tones. Thank y'all so much for being so multicultural. You guys are like Abercrombie and Fitch with this new reboot. <laughs> Did you see that? Abercrombie no. and Fitch. People like, can say in a second because we need to address your ensemble. I got it from Abercrombie and Fitch after the reboot. Wait, seriously, no. so this, if you guys who are listening at home, Jess is wearing a skeleton onesie. It's just very cool. I Thank love you. It. This is one of those like w- late night Amazon Prime purchases mm-hmm. while watching iZombie. Right. <laughs> um, and I was on the fence about it because it's hot as fuck and I'm going to be schwitzing in 30 seconds. Yeah. But can you like loosen a button? Like, yeah, but you're going to see my, my no, okay. boobie. But this has been, it's been a fun day for us. This is our second show of the evening. Yeah, we're going to try and keep this show nice and nasty for you. Um, Jess, how many times have you done the nasty in one night? Two. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, two. What about you? Uh, one and a half. <laughs> That half, though, was it fulfilling? The half, it was just kind of like, it was like, yeah, I don't just, he just wasn't going to be able to, like, dock it in the... Like gravity when one thing's spinning and she's like, right. gotta get it. <laughs> so it was just kind of like, all right, but I'll, he will, like, I will f- finish you. Finish you! Well, no, but... Fatality. <laughs> Fatality. But he was like, yeah, I'll, I'll make sure you're, like, t- you're taken care of. And then we, like, watched comedy videos and went to sleep. It was That's cute. cute. What'd you watch? Uh, like YouTube, Vimeo? It was like YouTube, Vimeo. No, it was all like... <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of Vimeo? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we just watched like uh, BBC comedy and it was, it was fun. That's pretty like highbrow. Yeah, it was good. That's like classiest. <laughs> I love that. But you got c- two completions. Two completions. And I, you know what's crazy? Two kills. It's, yeah, it's two. <laughs> I got two kills. Yeah. And what was crazy was like, after the first time, I didn't believe. I didn't believe in, in this situation where I could go twice. I don't right. know what it was. And it was nice because my boyfriend was like, I believe in you. Look at me. <laughs> 
it was like I was like you can come up it's fine right. come up come up no yeah yeah no I believe in you believe in believe in me believe in this yeah. and so I did <laughs> and then it happened <laughs> it's like Coach Taylor from Friday Night Lights <laughs> now we're gonna right. it's, it's halftime and we're down by six and just gotta believe in yourself let's go out Coach, but coach, we never won. Coach, coach, we never won twice in one night before, coach. (laughs) Listen, listen up. You've been to practice, okay? It's just like practice. Just like when I'm masturbating, coach. (laughs) But yeah, no, I've had, I've, yeah, I've owed two, yeah, two times in one night. Has anybody here ever done it like a lot of times in one night before? What's like the most? What's like the most? Yeah, what's the most? no, 16. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. 16. What? what Somebody. You? She has the look of a woman who's seen some things like Maya Angelou. <laughs> Don't. Okay. Do not bring Maya Angelou into no, this. She, remind, ass she reminds me of Maya Angelou. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have some exciting news. Mm. Um, do I, tell. I've been in like crazy credit card debt for a while just because. Uh, in my twenties, I was just like dumb, and I was just like, you know, money is just like whatever; it just comes and goes, and it's like, does it? It just mostly goes. Yeah, it just mostly. <laughs> it just mostly went. Yeah. And so I was just like, I'm just gonna, you know, decorate shit from like West Elm, and just I just spent my. It was just stupid. It was stupid. Just trying to like get those like glass pyramid terrariums. Yeah. And shit. <laughs> Y'all all know y'all fuck with it. <laughs> okay, so you, yeah. got, you got in debt. Yeah, and you know, especially at the beginning of comedy, like you're paying to like travel uh-huh. to every festival and hotel and stuff. So I, I was in crazy amount of debt and I paid off my first credit card. Girl! <laughs> y'all's Khaleesi! <laughs> 3,500 bucks, done. Damn, paid girl. it off. Fuck yeah, dude. How did it feel? Like, did you walk in like, I'm going to pay this? Like, um, no. Or it was, was it just like online? It was online. I was like watching Project Runway at like two in the morning. I'm like, pay it off, bitch. And like, I had like Cheetos like in my yeah. underwear. Like I. Like getting chips yeah. out of your pants. But it, it feels so good because I feel like no one, we all like have debt and we don't talk about it. Yeah. So I feel uh, that's a, my big achievement of the past that's week. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Man. I'm Congrats. Congratulations. Let me see. Did I get a big achievement this week? Um, okay, so I wore this jumpsuit successfully. <laughs> you did wear it very successfully. It's pretty it. well received. I mean, your hair. Your hair is a... Thank I'm you. I'm loving the purple. Thank you. I just watched some of Gods of Egypt. Why did you do that? Because I was in a hotel in fucking Salem, Massachusetts. <laughs> That's fair. Was it good? Is it trash? It was literally so much trash, and it cost so much money to make. Yeah. It's, like, so disrespectful to have so many white people in a film like that. <laughs> but what... So what's the premise of it? It's just... It's, like, fucking, like, something... There's a bunch of wars. <laughs> I was kind of high when I watched yeah, it. Yeah, 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 There's wars between gods, and it's Egypt... <laughs> and they're fighting for control of Egypt. Yeah. And one of them is like a demigod. Okay. And he's white. Yeah. And is he, this Gerard Butler? No, it's the dude from Game of Thrones. I haven't seen it. 
Okay, it's um. Jamie oh, Lannister. That, that guy's hot. Okay, yeah, yeah, him. he's in yeah. like some stuff. Cool. He's in like that Kate Upton movie. Haven't seen that. Great, 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 great. <laughs> I'm yeah, just trying to like hit. I'm just trying to hit his, all the boxes. His IMDb resume is a little sketchy. I gotta say. Yo, he is somebody who like fucking got on the right project at just the right time. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, and now yeah. he's like very Good for sad. Him. I know. It's like so nice to hear a successful story about a white actor. Yeah. And <laughs> it never happens. It's like never honestly, happens. I just want to raise awareness. It's really hard. It's really important. Um, okay, so, but it, the movie was pretty terrible. Yeah, because it was, like, ugly. Like, everything was really gold, but also you just could not get around how disrespectful it was that this is, like, a movie about white people yeah. being white. Right. Which, at this point in time, I have no tolerance for. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so don't sounds, watch it. I don't know. I, yeah, I haven't. I'm trying to think, what bad movie did I watch recently? Oh, uh, the bodyguard. <laughs> oh no! Okay, well let's it's, talk about it. It's just because like Whitney Houston is real. She's really trying to make it work. This is like before Preacher's <laughs> Wife, where she got her acting down in that movie. So Bodyguard is her first movie, and she's just like, "What do you want, Frank Farmer?" <laughs> You don't drink Frank Farmer. She says his full name it's the whole time. Very Gone with the Wind in the nineties. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it is probably. I want to rewatch it really it's bad. It's so good though. It's yeah, so good. Damn, that like made me believe in IRCs at a young age. I know, right? You're like, it's possible. It's I can have it's, a great career, mm-hmm. and there'll be some white dude who will like get shot for me. Right. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Awesome. It's possible to have a white man take a bullet for you. Right. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Um, I do. I still do. Uh, but, I mean, the soundtrack is so great. Oh, my it's God. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, man. So it's Queen like of one night. of those. It's just like a cheesy, just a great night. What's like the slow dance song that they cover? What's it that It was one? Dolly Which Parton's one? I Will Always Love You. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. Iconic. Iconic. And she's like, what's this song, Frank Fama? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if this is going to come into play at the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is actually nice. Maybe I'll cover it later. Uh, um, I wish. But uh, yeah, no, that's a that's a good that's a good movie. I love it. <laughs> I mean, it is. Yeah, it's. I mean, right? yeah. You. I feel like a lot of times with movies, you're at a time and a place like the first time you see it, exactly. and you always you always kind of have that. <laughs> All right, you guys ready for more show? <laughs> We got a great show for y'all tonight. Oh, my God. It's going to be so good. Um, we're going to bring out our next act. He's very, very funny. He's performing all over the country. He's currently starring in the HBO show, hit show, Insecure. Oh, <laughs> Please give it up for Yeah, that was so nice. I just like hearing a grown man go, oh, shit. Oh, man, I like that show. I hope it's not that light-skinned dude that's only in three episodes. Hope it's a main character. 
Give it up one more time for, for Phoebe and Jessica doing the thing. This is dope, man. This is so much fun. Crazy. I live I live in, in Brooklyn, so this is cool doing the Brooklyn thing. I don't I don't live in this Brooklyn. It's not my shit is rough. Tell me if this is a sign you live in a bad neighborhood. You ever had a small yay describe a wine using the word motherfucker? That's sort of what my neighborhood is like. Yeah, this is a good motherfucking wine right here. It's got hints of oak and shit. <laughs> Little bit of black and mild I sprinkled in there. Just for season. You gotta season that wine, motherfucker. Let it ferment. <laughs> it's a very uh, black neighborhood. Like, super black. The, the blackest store, this is how black... The blackest store in my neighborhood is a place called Books and Things. <laughs> You understand? There's a story in my neck called Books and Things. They mostly sell lotion. <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of cocoa butter at Books and Things. Every flavor, hey. <laughs> the blackest thing about Books and Things are arguably the blackest thing I've ever experienced in my life. This is true. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, Books and Things will project the audio from famous Louis Farrakhan speeches. <laughs> out onto the street for people to listen to as they walk past. You know the place, right? 24 hours a day. I don't, are you crazy? If you guys don't, some of y'all may not know Louis Farrakhan. You may not be aware of his work. If you don't know him, that's cool. All you really need to know is that he hates you. He hates everything about y'all. White people specifically, not a fan. <laughs> Loves bow ties, hates y'all. That's the thing. I don't stop for these speeches, right? I don't have time. I'm very busy. If it's not pornography, I'm not listening. <laughs> I don't stop for these speeches, right? But every day as I walk past, whether I want it or not, I get little snippets of the speeches. So every day as I'm walking, I'll just hear Louis Farrakhan in my ear like, brothers and sisters. I said, brothers and sisters. The white man is evil. Do not trust the white man. Would you trust the lobster to give you justice? Well, then do not trust the white man, for they are one and the same. I hear that, and then I just have to go about my day not trusting any of you motherfuckers. Just staring at my roommate. Like, why don't you use washcloths? I don't get it. Seems like a trap. Seems like something a lobster would do. She just scuttles off. <laughs> it is fun to imagine that Louis Farrakhan can't tell the difference between white people and lobsters. <laughs> just at the grocery store, like, mm, come out of there, white man. I see you with your claws, <laughs> your red shell, drinking all the water. <laughs> talking a lot of shit about being black I'm not even entirely black I'm still undecided <laughs> weighing my options I'm half Jewish that's, that's why I look like yeah hell yeah my mother's black and my father's Jewish so I, I'm not so much light skinned as I am being frugal with my pigment <laughs> I got I got problems as a, as a half Jewish dude. I got shit that I gotta deal with sometimes that's difficult. Like, I'm real worried that I'm gonna age like a white man. 
No, that's a big concern for me. Y'all don't age well. <laughs> you don't. Like, it's just, you don't. White people age like a gypsy curse. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like just a, a Stephen King novel in your noses and throats. It's fucking awful. Like, you just upset the wrong old woman. You, like, you stole her property, and now she's just following you around. Like, since you stole the land I'm living, I crushed your skin to tapioca pudding. Fucking awful. I like to write poetry. That's, that's a thing, I guess, about me. Thank you. Yeah. I actually have, this is true, I have a master's degree in poetry. Yeah. <laughs> No, you're the only one with the right reaction. She just laughed, and she's right. Are you shitting? I spent $50,000. I can't get a job, you understand? All I can do is add more similes to my cover letter. I'm just writing cover letters. Like, to whom it may concern, my heart would swell like an ungagged volcano, a boiling tempest of joy. The hot magma raging through my veins. If accepted for this entry-level position <laughs> at CVS. <laughs> I look forward to hearing from you soon. <laughs> References. The wind is my reference. <laughs> Ask the wind if I know Microsoft Excel. I do not. <laughs> the wind will tell you I do not. <laughs> I think I started writing poetry initially to, to impress women. Nah, I, I, you know, I think that's the thing we all go through is we do something out of ourselves to try to impress the people we're attracted to, to normal faith. I grew this beard thinking that was going to be a thing. You know what I mean? I thought this, you too, I, I thought this was going to make me look, no, it's, it, you look, I just thought this was going to make me look rustic. Or interesting, now I'm just starting to look like, like a Muslim R&B singer. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, ooh, girl, you better walk ten paces behind me. <laughs> Cover up that ankle, girl. I don't want to see no ankle. <laughs> That's just the name of my debut album. I don't want to see no ankle. Ten tracks. <laughs> Get that burka wet. <laughs> I wrote girls' poems, and it, in retrospect, I, I've grown, I've gotten older, and I realize that's a really creepy thing to do. You know what I mean? Like to trick you, to try to bamboozle you into liking me by making shit rhyme. It's not cool, and I don't like that I ever did it, but I do want to believe I'm not the only one. Does that make sense? Like other great poets in history are as creepy as I am. Like, William Butler Yates, one of my favorite poets of all time. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant love. You guys are stupid. You don't know who he is. But brilliant love poet. I want to believe he was up late at night writing these beautiful pieces. Like, though I am old with wandering through hallowed lands and hilly lands, we'll find her where she is gone, kiss her lips and hold her hands, and walk among long dappled grass and pluck till time and times are done the silver apples of the moon. The golden apples of the sun. <laughs> William, William, William. You're going to get quite a bit of pussy from this one. <laughs> you guys were a lot of fun, man. My name's Lance Garner. Hey.
This message comes from Two Dope Queen sponsor, BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in the day, how would you use it? BetterHelp Online Therapy can help you figure out what's most important to you so you can prioritize it. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DopeQueens today to get 10% off your first month. When you see actor Danielle Brooks on the red carpet at the Oscars, she will be in full glamour and in grief. I've been with Sophia for so long. And I just know, like, after the Oscars, that chapter is really done. And that saddens me. I'm Kai Wright, a star of The Color Purple, honors the role that shaped her career. Next time on Notes from America. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Fans have been like really amazing. So yeah. thank clap it up for yourself. Thank you guys you. have been awesome. Been supporting us for you know almost two years now. It's great. It's really, really great. What a journey. I know. Are you looking for anyone in particular? <laughs> <laughs> this Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> Every night I look out in the crowd and I wish. <laughs> One I night, Oprah, Oprah and Gail are going to show up. I'm convinced of it. They're oh going to show up. Do you think when they show up, like, do you think we're going to perform better or is it going to be the worst show we've ever done? I think we're not going to know and then we're going to go back in the green room and they will just be sitting there. <laughs> they, like, appear in the back. Yeah, and they'll just be like, hello. <laughs> and they'll be like, holy shit, Oprah and Gail, what's up? Um, and I'm like, you guys want to force them? I mean, uh... Yeah. <laughs> I think they would. They would. It would be so, just so many different shades of brown. It'd be like someone knocked over like a, a bottle of, of like Bailey's Irish coffee. It'd be hot. It would be hot. Oops. Oh, a foursome. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> that is a lot of vagine, though. Yeah, four vagines. Four vagines is a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, imagine a foursome with dicks. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. One thing. One, yeah, it's a lot of one thing, and I feel like, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I don't know if I would like. I I feel like I think I think I think I could only do it if I like got twelve hours of sleep the night before. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of downtime. Like, I feel like it would yeah. be a lot of, like... Like, I would be your friend, obviously. Right. I would, like, make, like grab... I would cup your boob and move it over <laughs> if it was stuck on somebody's shoulder. I appreciate that. I, I go, oh, my God, Phoebe, it's, you're, they're pulled apart. Let me get it. Yeah. <laughs> I go, yay, Phoebe! <laughs> you did so good. Yeah. So, in this foursome, you're just, like... Just standing off to the side. I would rather be like. <laughs> I would like get in. Obviously, I would do do me, and then I would jump out and assess because I like to take. Care. I'm gonna be like, okay, is everybody okay? Is everybody cool? Are we here? Yeah. Anybody need some water? You guys need Capri Suns, and I would go. Okay, okay, I like that. And then I like jump that. in and then get myself worked. Right. And then I would work. Right. <laughs> 
I like that. I like that. I think. What um, would you do in a foursome? I think I'm just gonna be in it the whole time. Yeah, just present, <laughs> like a little Eckhart Tolle, like in yeah, the moment. I'm just in it. I'm not, I'm just gonna hold on. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> I'm gonna hold on t- to what. <laughs> <laughs> Just Do like the side me. of my mattress or something. I don't know. <laughs> I wonder what I would hold on to. Maybe my hair, because like sometimes my hair is so heavy. Right. You're like 10 packets of hair, but also yeah. the, most, the yeah. most loving thing a partner can do is just grab it and hold it up. Right. While you're working, so you have all that weight. Yeah. The transference of weight. It's yeah. like we're in this together. Right. Teamwork makes the you. dream work. It's great. Um, That's what Martin Luther King said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so try. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, the entire King family that was surrendered. <laughs> Should we just keep the show moving? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. You guys ready for your next act? <laughs> She's very funny. You may have seen her at midnight, and she was a writer on the roast of Rob Lowe. She's in town from L.A. Please get up for Emmy Blotnick! Whoa, keep it going for Phoebe and Jessica. Oh, my God. It is so great to be here. I, uh... I've been in Los Angeles for a while. It's worse. And um, I love being back in New York. There's so much stuff I forgot about living here. Like, I forgot what a hell the morning commute is here. Just how crazy everybody is. Like, I was getting on the F train in the morning. It was really crowded. And this big dude stepped off to let people out. And when he stepped back in, another guy got in his way. And he was like, there's no room, dude. And the first guy flipped out immediately. He got right in his face and was like, listen, dipshit, I was here before and now I'm back. So shut up and stuff in. And then they spent the next stop almost kissing. Their faces were just one hot breath away from a deep kiss. (laughs) I don't know if either one of them was feeling turned on, but I was, you know? That sexual tension was real. (laughs) I don't know how their story ends, you know? I hope it was over a candlelit dinner with one guy saying, you had me at stuff in. I can never do that because I know I I lose most, I would lose almost any fight, you know, like anyone could fight me. One thing that did happen to me when I lived in New York was uh, someone stole my wallet, which is what happens to you when you live here. Um, But the weird thing was I called to cancel my credit card and uh, the guy at the bank told me that the thief had already spent money at Ann Taylor. Ann Taylor, of all places, you know? Like, it's upsetting to get robbed, but it is extra upsetting to get robbed by a substitute teacher, you know? Because that's a fight I could win. A woman buying sensible workwear, it's on! 
I'm, a, I'm in a long-distance relationship. Is anyone else here growing out their pubes? Yeah? <laughs> you got a bush? <laughs> no? Um, <laughs> I'm trying to make the bush happen again. I don't know how else to do it besides right here, right now. Um, <laughs> Because the bush has been out of style for a while, you know. But in the meantime, dudes all have beards now, and those are on your faces, you know? Isn't it fair if we have a secret pants beard? You know? Oh, this is amazing. Uh, <laughs> feels fair to me, though. I mean... Yeah, long distance is, is perfect for this because you get all the time in the world to just grow it out, just let it rip, see who you really are, live life to the fullest. <laughs> like, at my best, it looks like I'm sitting on Kramer's shoulders. <laughs> like we're going to slide into your apartment together. <laughs> you know? it, it looks like the weekend is performing in my underwear. <laughs> All right, weekend fans. <laughs> no, I, uh, I'm happy to be here because my, my boyfriend lives here. We're in the same place right now. We're acting like a normal couple. It's great. The one thing I forgot, I forgot that he makes me see comic book movies, all the superhero movies, and I don't think I can do any more of them. I've seen a lot of them to try to be like a cool, easygoing girlfriend, but enough is enough, you know? <laughs> Because all of those movies feel the same to me. Like, all the titles just kind of blend together into a long string of nonsense. It's just like, Green Canteen versus Crab Rangoon. The Reckoning of the Beckoned. The Days of Wolverines Rewolvened. The Blue Man Group of Infinite Mutiny X. <laughs> like, what's that? $17? <laughs> I don't really like what those movies teach dudes, you know? Like, I've watched a couple of the Batman movies, and I just want to elbow my boyfriend and be like, hey, if your parents get murdered, you do have to go to therapy. <laughs> Can't just go swooping up female journalists whenever you feel like it. They're working on stories. Leave them on the ground. <laughs> I wish I could just kind of beam it into every boyfriend's head. Like, when you make your girlfriend see comic book movies, you're giving her two and a half hours to think about who else she should be dating. <laughs> you know? There's, there's a lot of stuff I wish I could say to my boyfriend about. I wish I could just be like, hey, dude, that time you told me to stop texting during the Power Rangers Age of Ultron... <laughs> I started thinking about launching my own hummus company and dating women. <laughs> or, uh, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, that time you told me to stop sleeping during Captain America, I was dreaming about traveling Europe without you. <laughs> you know? Oh, gosh. All right, I think that's it for me. Thank you guys so much. I'm Emmy Blotnick. I love her. I think she's so funny. When you see actor Danielle Brooks on the red carpet at the Oscars, she will be in full glamour and in grief. I've been with Sophia for so long. 
And I just know, like, after the Oscars, that chapter is really done. And that saddens me. I'm Kai Wright. A star of The Color Purple honors the role that shaped her career. Next time on Notes from America. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Final act of the evening. Can't believe it's almost here. Uh, this guy is hysterical. He's written on The Daily Show. He's done Conan. Uh, he won Last Comic Standing. He's very, very funny. Please go for Alinga Mitra! Thank you guys so much. Keep going for Jessica Phoebe, everybody, huh? So good. I'm feeling, I'm feeling great. How are you guys feeling? Uh, I'm feeling great. I just, uh, I just quit drinking. <laughs> All right. Thank you for your reluctant support. Uh, I didn't really quit. This is what I did. I cut down. I decided I'm only going to drink if it's a holiday or if it's somebody's birthday on Facebook. I moved, man. I moved to New York recently. When I was first living in New York, I was living in the Lower East Side. But then they raised my rent to $1,000 a day. Um, to move. Gotta move. But there's no... Every apartment I got shown, there's always something terribly wrong with each apartment. She was like, oh, you're gonna love this apartment. It's got high ceilings, stainless steel appliances. The only thing... You're gonna have to share a bathroom. So like, okay. And that bathroom is in a building eight blocks away. And the man who lives in that building is a known murderer. Known murderer? Why don't they arrest him? He's very good. Bzz, bzz. Oh, that's my phone. Hold on. Hello? Okay. Okay, so, somebody just took this apartment. <laughs> somebody just took the murderer bathroom apartment. Can, can I sublet the kitchen from a pedophile or something? We could see maybe the oven. Hold on, hold on. Bzz, bzz. Okay. Okay, so the man who took this apartment is dead now. He's been murdered. We don't know who did it. Do you want it? How much is it? How much? 90% of your income. It's like, you don't know my income. It doesn't matter. We take 90%. That's the law in New York City. Okay? You just give us first month's rent, last month's rent, and everything in between. You don't have anything in my price range. Okay, we've got one apartment, but it's not in Manhattan. Is it, is it in Jersey? Idaho. <laughs> um, so I live in Idaho now. That's what I do. I, do move, I moved to Brooklyn, obviously. Moved. Yeah. I've got roommates. They're 23. That's how many I have. 23. <laughs> one of my roommates has a white noise machine to help him sleep. It just goes, shh. 
reason it's called a white noise machine. <laughs> is that's the sound white people make when minorities bring up issues. <laughs> like, like black people are like, we're getting shot. Mexicans are like, this isn't a fair wage. <laughs> Chinese people are like, we're actually Japanese. <laughs> I don't know. I make fun of America, but we do some things, right? We got like gay marriage passed. That was exciting. There, there were people opposed to it, but mainly old people, you know? They're like, marriage is between a man and a woman. But if you look at an old couple, you can't tell who's the man <laughs> and who's the woman. It's like you two dress the same, you're very opinionated, you can't have kids. I hate to break it to you, you're in a gay marriage. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, look, I'm not that informed. I realize I need to get more informed because my friends, they were talking about what's going on in the Middle East and I thought they were talking about Game of Thrones. Because they were like, man, what's going to happen if Hezbollah crosses south of Lebanon? I was like, I don't know. I have not seen that episode yet. I've got to catch up. So I started, I started listening to NPR. Anybody here listen to NPR? It's so boring. NPR is so boring. Like, it could be a huge story. They're still so casual. I'm just like... Earlier today, MIT scientists released a super virus that will kill hundreds of thousands of Americans, and the Dow is up 42 points. <laughs> Get a little bit more emotional, you know? Trying to be a better person. What do you guys think? Are you guys good people? Mm. If you're on the fence, if you're on the fence, this is how you can tell if you're a good person, okay? Imagine you're on a train. You're on it. The doors are open. You see somebody just like running down to catch that train. In your heart, are you rooting? <laughs> that they make it on? Or that the doors slam in their face? Because I'll be honest, I'll be honest, in my heart, I'm rooting that they make it on, and then the doors close, and they look up and realize it's the wrong train. <laughs> Not a good person. Not good. Sometimes, I don't know, people do, people do say things they don't realize, you know? Like, I went, to an, I went to an Indian restaurant. I meant to do that. I went to an Indian restaurant with a friend who's a foodie, and he starts explaining the food to me. He's like, this is a tandoori chicken. It's made in a tandoor. I was like, yeah, I know. I was made in a tandoor. You don't, you don't have to explain it. He was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Why don't you explain it to me? I was like, okay, obviously I don't actually know. <laughs> but this happens all the time. And I was complaining to my white friend about it. And he was like, shh. <laughs> all right, that is it for me. Thank you guys so much.
heard Alinga Amitra, Emmy Blotnick, and Langston Kerman. Two Dope Queens is produced by Joanna Salataroff, Jen Poyant, Paula Schumann, and Rachel Neal. Our team includes Joe Plord, Matt Boynton, Ed Haber, George Wellington, Isaac Jones, and Shanoa Estrada. Our theme music was composed by Jeff Brodsky. And like us on Facebook. We got it all there. Photos, videos, Facebook life, links to tickets. You don't want to miss that, do you? Oh, you do? Then you fucking suck. Yeah, suck our ovaries, dude. And also, please subscribe and rate us. Thanks, Elaine. <laughs> but also suck our ovaries. <laughs> why can't why? Stop it! <laughs> Everyone, suck my nuts! <laughs> You're so having a tantrum. Yeah, and please subscribe to 2DQ wherever you... Wait, can you say... Can you yell, everybody suck my nuts one more time? Yeah. Okay. Five, six, seven, eight. Oh my god, everyone suck my nuts! <laughs> <laughs>